You're listening to the In Black and White Show. So my name is Lenny Escobar. Uh, I'm the black guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are you? I'm, I'm Cody Moulton. So the other guy doing the show. I'm the white guy. Uh, None of this fake crap here. Right? Yeah. I used to. <laughs> I used to think Bell. Taco Bell was good. Yeah. Exactly. And it's it doesn't cut. Well, careful. Anymore. Careful. Yeah. I mean, I, I love Taco Bell. So. <laughs> well, let's let's just warning you now. I know. But let's, let's just re- let's just evaluate who you are compared to where she was just. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's I, evalu- I still... let's evaluate. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the In Black and White Show, where we just try to have natural conversations about life and the gospel of Jesus Christ. My name is Lenny, and I am one of your hosts, and I'm joined here by some other random dude, Cody. Yeah, this other guy over here. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Well, I'm good, but let's get to the more exciting part of our show, which is we have two guests with us. Um, uh, that are going to be talking with us and sharing some of their experiences. First, we have Paige Aitchison, who happens to be my sister-in-law, just freshly returned from her mission in March. Say hello, Paige. Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm happy to be here. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. And, Cody, why don't you introduce your side of the panel? Yeah, we got my bro-dog-in-law, Shane, over here. How you doing, Shane? I'm so good. So good. Also what? recently returned from mission... Is it June? Yes, yeah. it is June. Holy crap. Anyway, sorry, I just realized what, what, what month <laughs> not, it was. Not as yeah. recent as you thought? I don't know if I could say it's as recent as I thought. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. Well, well, well you're, what time, when did you get home from your mission, Shane? So I got back in November. November. So you're still, mm-hmm. it's five months. I would say <laughs> right? Did I do yeah, math ma- wrong? Math is overrated. It's like <laughs> eight months, dude. No, November, December. January, February, March, April, May, June. Oh, seven. Okay, yeah, that's quite a bit. Uh, but but you're still you're still fresh. You're still fresh. Yeah, yeah definitely. Right. Yeah, you're not rotting like me and Lenny. So yeah, yeah, we are. We've we've been home for longer than we've been out. Now, Paige, you got home in March. Yeah, the very mm-hmm. last day of March. Yeah. Oh, was it the last day of March? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. So. So she is actually fresh, fresh. Yeah. Like she's still in the freezer. <laughs> okay. Anyways, let's 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 just move on here. Uh, <clears throat> oh, uh, so <laughs> sorry, I got a little little something in my throat there. Um, I'm leaving that in forever. Yeah, don't do that. So, all right. Well, we are going to have a conversation with them about their experiences uh, on the mission and coming home. But first, we have to inundate them to. Would you rather? rather? Alright, y'all. Here's my would you rather question that I have to scroll back up to because I scrolled away from it. Okay, oh, here it is. You don't have them memorized like me? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that, is that what you do in your spare time? <laughs> yeah. I knew it. <laughs> Just memorize. Yeah, sorry. Right. Go, go ahead, Cody. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, question. Would you rather live in a cave or live in a treehouse hmm. um who who's dying to go first with that one i'll go I, first oh just kidding no shane's going first <laughs> <laughs> well i feel like that's a pretty obvious answer for me i would definitely choose treehouse over cave i knew it 
I knew it. Why, Shane? Tell us why. Because it's... I feel just like you have way better views. You can be... Mm-hmm. Interact with nature more. Mm-hmm. And it's not creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not <laughs> creepy. That's, that's yeah, a that plus. pretty valid. That's a huge plus. Yeah, creepy. Yeah, I, I might have to back you up on that. I want to say cave. I really do. Yeah. Because You're inner I love ba- caves. Inner Batman? My inner Batman, my inner Bruce Wayne, <laughs> um, with all my money, is like, yeah, let's live in a cave. Because, no, it's not true. I, it does freak me out a little bit. I've been to, uh, we went and did, uh, the last cave I was in, we did like a haunted cave tour. And uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a good time. But I'm like, I would never sleep in here. And the people that found the cave slept in there all the time. What? And uh, even though they were, like, trying to push this haunted theme and, you know, all these creepy stories and whatnot. But they are like, yeah, we'll sleep in here. <laughs> like, how about a gnaw for me, dog? Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, tree, I'm, with, I'm, with, I'm with you, Shane. Treehouse. Yeah. I feel like a cave is a cool place to visit, but not, yeah. not live. Yeah. I can I can see that Got like a tree grown out of a cave. What about you, Paige? Um, I actually I think I want to go tree as well. Um, I spend I spent a lot of time in both caves and trees, and I do like to visit caves. But I think Shane has a really good point about like you just get more diversity with the weather, with the like. It's a lot more like nostalgic and like carefree than a cave. I feel like I'm obligated to like wear hobo clothes and like <laughs> <laughs> like go golem in a cave, but that's true. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to go in in my opinion is uh I'm going to go cave. What? Because I would love to go golem for oh, a little okay. while. <laughs> Just Yeah. You'd love to eat you some raw fish. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what sushi is. So yeah. I guess I do like to eat raw, raw fish. Yeah. No, I actually my my preference actually is going to be a kit is it's going to be a treehouse. Uh also, I just I have when we when you asked that question, I had this this little whimsy fantasy of like my my studio that I write music is music in is in a treehouse. Ooh. That'd be hmm. sweet, man. I, I would be. I think that's why like I can't imagine writing music in a cave. I mean, I just feel like although it had Ooh. great acoustics, Playing drums in the cave, though? Oh, though, that Ooh. would be sweet. Ooh. Or singing, or just screaming in a cave. Yeah, <laughs> or just going golem in a cave. Yeah, yeah. so maybe, I think I'm going to change my answer. It all comes full circle. I'm going to change my answer to cave again. Are you? No, I'm, I'm going treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like one of the most important things between the two is, um, like, the difference of light. Mm-hmm. Where oh, in, a, yeah, in yeah. a cave, like, you would be forced to live by artificial light and in a treehouse you can have natural light and that's like like Lenny was saying like being creative and stuff like that I feel like having natural light is a really big factor in that yeah you, you're gonna get vitamin D deficient in a cave yeah you know? that's true I mean look at a Gollum yeah that's true you just back keep going circle. back to him back, back, to, back, to, him, back to Gollum <laughs> it all comes back to Gollum yeah, yeah. Maybe there's something there. Maybe we'll come back to Gollum at the end of this episode. Uh, Yeah, we'll go Gollum. Anyways, those were some good answers. (laughs) 
feel like I'm, <laughs> I felt like that was super scripted. Like, oh, like that's what you know anybody's. Anyways, I'll just continue. Yeah, I was. I didn't have a very good question either because we all picked the same thing. Because caves are kind of trash. I'm be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, that's. Uh... <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so well, let's move on to the the meat and potatoes of this episode and get black to business. Dang it! Black to business. The last few shows we've been saying back to business. Black, black to business. Black, 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 I can't even say it. <laughs> <now. laughs> uh, I, I forgot to say the whole would you rather. I don't know if we ever explained this before the show to uh, Shane and, and Paige, but would you rather. There's really not a lot of purpose to that in the show other than it's just a fun way to break into conversation. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of in depth uh, meaning to living in a cave or a treehouse or having a big hand or a small hand. But uh, <laughs> that's true. It's a good time. So. It is It is a good conversation. Like, just kind of like greases the conversation to get started. Yeah. Greasy like We're Gollum's fully, hair. Fully like greasy. Greasy. like Gollum's. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so we're um, now we're gonna get into the beat potatoes, like I was saying. So um, we really want this episode to just be about you two talking about your experiences, and of course, you know it's hard for you to for, for us to just say, "All right, tell us about your mission." So we come up with some questions uh, that we're gonna ask you. Um, and I, I would say it's it's more about the um, coming home and an adjustment and yeah. Kind of integrating your mission experience with with your your home life now, yeah. Um, maybe less so than the than the mission itself, but yeah. Not that that's off limits by any means, but yeah. So uh, it's we we want to just um, the com- the questions that we ask, of course, are just just grease for the conversation. You don't have to. We're, we might go off. We might just end up on one conversation piece, and that's fine because. Really, that's really what this podcast is about. It's just about having natural conversations about how life affects your view of the gospel and how the gospel affects your view of life. You know, it's basically yeah. what we want. So, um, I, I got a good primer to get us started. Yeah, if do you it. Want. Yeah, prime it up. I, I, let's go ahead and have each of you tell us uh, where you served. Um, one of the most memorable things you, you took, or uh, uh, the most memorable things of the culture where you were. So that we get a little taste of the place. Ooh, taste of the place. Mm. It's like mm. Gollum in his, in his cave. No. Um, <laughs> no, you, the, yeah, you, you've really forced that strange. one. Yeah. yeah, I was a force. Um, and then uh, your favorite food, because mm. food tells a lot about culture. And then we'll jump into some of these questions. Mm. So let's let's start with that. Um, and Paige, why don't you start us off? All right, Cool. So I served in California. I served in the Carlsbad mission and also in the San Diego mission, half and half, because um, of a boundary a boundary change. Um, oh, you switched part. Yeah, through. yeah. It was a it was a fun twist. <laughs> was that um, like halfway through, or was that? Yeah, it was. It was right at nine months. So. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of my my favorite. Most memorable experiences, is that right? Yeah, yeah, just kind of experience with the people or the culture or oh, whatever. Yeah. Just something really give us a taste of the place, mm-hmm. you know, like Gollum. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
So San Diego is 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 pretty diverse, um, which is really really awesome. Um, I'm from Boise, Idaho, and so it's you see a lot of the same thing, um, and so it was really cool to be able to not only like see different cultures like in the streets, but also to be in the homes of those of those houses and um, in those neighborhoods. And so like um, one of my favorite um, one of my favorite thing of my mission in general is exchanges. And so, um, I got to go in a lot of Hispanic, um, Spanish areas and, um, just see like the life in the light and like literally just always parties. And, <laughs> um, I remember my trainer and I were walking down the street one time. It was, it, it was December. So it was raining and they like had, um, just these, these big lights hung up and you could hear like fiesta, like, um, music and I don't know. It was just, they're a very, very happy people. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And one of my, one of my favorite foods that I came home with is just real good tacos. Like real good, real good tacos. Like none of this crap, none of this fake crap here. Right? Yeah. I used to, <laughs> I used Taco to think Bell. Taco Bell was good. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it doesn't cut well, it careful, anymore. Careful. Yeah. I mean, I, I love Taco Bell. So <laughs> well, let's, let's just, warning you now. I know, but let's, let's just re, let's just evaluate who you are compared to where she was just serving. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I mean, let's I, I still... evaluate the the worth of yourself as a human being. Whoa! <laughs> sorry, that was actually probably a little meaner than I meant. <laughs> just sorry, we interrupted. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, Paige. No, no, you're good. Yeah. I was just gonna say I still like Taco Bell too. It just isn't the same as like no, homemade tortillas and stuff. You know? Yeah, ho- homemade tortillas are. They are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, they oh. exist. They, they, they exist, exist. And, and they taste real good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, thank you, thank you. Shane, go ahead and, th- and throw down uh, where you served. Cool. Um, I served in Brazil. I was up on the, the northeastern side of Brazil in the city. Uh, well, the capital city is called um, Teresina. Mm. And so my, my mission was pretty big. We covered like two and a half states. And oh. how many states are in Brazil? Um, like thirty-six, thirty-two. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So is there. it is it like called like the United States of Brazil or the United Provinces or is it just called Brazil? I think it's like Federation of Brazil or something. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hmm. I didn't delve I in, delve into the history of Brazil too much. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say I loved. I just love their culture. They're such cool people. I think one of the things, the first thing that came to mind, Cody, when you asked that question, um, was just how just open people were there. Mm. Um, kind of like Paige was saying, and I think it had, like a lot of that just has to do with Latin culture in general. Um, yeah. But it was just so cool to just walk down the street and... Um, and people were just like chilling in the street, you know, they would sit out in front of their homes and just talk to each other. Like everybody knew everybody. Mm-hmm. And you could, you could walk down the street and ask like, Hey, where does so-and-so live? And they would know. And I feel like that's just so different from our culture here in the States. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Where it's like, I even, I was, I was going to go work for these people the other day 
um, just doing like some yard work for them. And I'm, you know, I knocked on the wrong house and I was like, hey, I'm, I think this is the wrong house, but I'm wondering if you know where these people live. And she was like, um, I don't know any of my neighbors. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> like, that's just such a foreign concept, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, how do you not know them? Um, yeah, that is, so that was cool. Is, that was really cool in Brazil was just how connected people are rather than just watching TV all day or something, you know? Hermity. Yeah. Yeah. Comes her- back to that golem thing, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm in a cave with with pale skin. Yeah. They're house caves. That's right. They're house, house caves. caves. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, um, what about a, what about a food? Food. I'm I'm torn because there's a part of me that wants to say like Brazilian churrasco, like their barbecue. Oh, that sounds is, nice. It's so good. So good. But we wouldn't eat that every day. Like that was like very special occasions type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Honestly, rice and beans. Oh, man. Are, wow. They have some the magic basics. stuff that they put in there. It is so much better than anything we make. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I, I mean, loved you, it. Can you I never share got some sick of that of magic? I want, to, I want to know some of that magic that's in that rice I, and beans. I do as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two years there, couldn't figure it out. Man. Yeah, was it was it like season spice or all all season season all season? What's that called? All season <laughs> salt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they put special spices in, and then just like their, I think their food's just like way more natural. You know, like straight from yeah. the source rather than out of a can. So that's true. Yeah, it makes it a lot better. I like a, if you just if you could take beans from the plant and plop them in your rice. I mean, after you cook them and stuff, that's how it goes. <laughs> just straight in. Yeah. <laughs> just, just bite it. Bite, bite the plant because <laughs> yeah. that's what you do. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, um, uh, sorry, I just lost my train of thought, Cody. Uh, I don't know where it went. All right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we, we have some, uh, so, like I said, we just want to ask some questions. Now, you guys just got back from your missions. Um, adjustment, at least for me, uh, was different than I expected. I remember on my mission, I was like, I'm not going to go home and be the weird, you know, the weird person who has a hard time talking to people, let alone the females. And uh, that was not the case. I was a weirdo when I got home. And I was really socially awkward for a while. Yeah, that's true. I was true. the first one to get home with my main friend group, too. So, like, I didn't have anyone to hang out with for, like, f- five months or so. I did. I did. But uh, not as much as I thought. So, it was, it was kind of a unique experience. Coming home and adjusting is, like, you get to integrate everything that you learned on your mission and integrate it into your everyday home life. And this is where your roots are going to come yeah, uh, you know, you start to start to settle, and the mission being a primer for those spiritual roots is is pretty huge in those experiences. And for yeah. some people, it's college, and for some people, it's going out on their own. But the the point is that adjustment to setting those roots in. And for you guys, we just want to get some some uh, info from yeah. you on your experiences. I think it could be helpful to anyone that's listening who just got home or is. Um, going to go on a mission soon or they can anticipate when they come home, whatever. Hopefully it's yeah. you know valuable to them. Also to anybody who is 
close to missionaries too because I feel like you're listening to your experiences, especially your adjustment experiences, are helpful to for people like you know family members or or friends who don't necessarily understand that. Maybe yeah. it might be helpful. I remember what my train of thought was. <clears throat> did I you? Was, yes, I did. I was going to ask. Um, I was actually going to actually start off with a question. Um, so you you were mentioning both of you had mentioned that there was like in, in a lot of the places that you served, right? So um, Shane, you mostly uh, taught and were with with uh, Latin the Latin people Brazilians. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned yeah. how open they were. And Paige, you also mentioned that um, uh, you taught in English, right? Yeah, right, yes. Yeah, but but you did have a lot of experiences with those with with the Latin people, but also experiences with Americans as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what was like? Uh, what was the what was it like coming from from there with those open experiences, or just the people that you were with or that you were teaching, and coming home? What was what was that like? Do you understand my question? Maybe it wasn't a little. Just yeah, like the yeah. culture shift is that? Yeah, culture shift. Doing? Yeah, maybe even maybe it, maybe it's just maybe it's a little different than like maybe a little deeper than culture shift. But yeah, let's start there. Well, I think I think mine is. I mean, all of, all of the things that I will share about my um, coming home and adjusting is a little bit different than others because of the you know, global pandemic that we have. And so um, I haven't experienced a ton of other people um, yet. But even even just in stores and on the streets and stuff like that, um, maybe part of the closeness is just, you know, like self-preservation of the pandemic. But also it was just so weird to look at people and just like they're... I guess like weren't on your agenda like before on the street in grocery stores whatever like you see them as like their soul and like you know that there is like your call to them you know like like you are drawn to them and as a disciple of Christ you have that light of Christ and so they're more easily open up to you and so I just I I really miss getting to know complete strangers better than my own neighbors, better than some of my own family members. Like, and so that has been weird. So, okay. So what you're saying is like when you were on your mission, it's, it's different when like, cause you could talk to complete strangers yeah. and you had no reservations and now you're coming home without being a missionary. You're like, ah, like I don't really, I, there's like, of course you, we're all brothers and sisters, but you don't have that, still that same, like, Connect. that calling yeah that, that calling to, to yeah. try to get to know them okay that's oh, definitely that, true that's that's yeah. a really good one that's a really good point i could definitely feel that as well um i think yeah i i, I i'm trying to think of how to put it into words but just <laughs> it's 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 really that same same concept that i was thinking about is um i think in some ways like i know that like no no special power comes of just like having a name tag on your chest, but there is really is like special, like you have a special calling as a missionary. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like I was just able to be f- fearless in a lot of ways of just like mm-hmm. reaching out to people and, um, 
and just not caring what people thought about me, <laughs> you know, like yeah. personally, yeah. but like, obviously yeah. I knew who I, who I was there representing and that was what was more important, right? Is, you know, I just wanted to, to help people, um, learn more about Christ. And so, and, you know, help, help them have joy in their lives. And I just feel like as a normal person, if you're like that all the time, then it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah. a little more nuanced, it feels like, yeah. once you get home. That's like, interesting, uh, though. I mean, we definitely... Uh, and that's one thing with this conversation, too, is I uh, don't want to, like, draw the line and say that we're, anyone's... You guys, we've left our missions behind by any means, you know? Right. But that we are integrating that with home life, and it's different. It's just a different experience, you know? It's different to learn how to connect with people spiritually when you don't have the tag and the calling on because um, primarily when you're home you're, you're going to build relationships before you uh, jump into conversations about God generally generally speaking yeah. right? it yeah, is actually... as a missionary you just, you, you just go for it you know? <laughs> that is interesting the way that you said that Cody because as a missionary at least that I remember um, you generate a relationship based on it really is you generate you develop a relationship based on your relationship as as a missionary and and developing a relationship with heavenly father or knowing the gospel right so like right. you start off that's how you generate the relationship and it's a little bit opposite when you come home like you have to generate the the relationship based on mutual love and respect and then you try to you know um you try to give them the gospel um based on your relationship rather than you give them the gospel and then build a relationship later. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. That's definitely true. Uh, now to kind of go uh, up on that. So my question would be, uh, how is your, your interaction or maybe your relationship with God? Um, how has that evolved now that you're home based off of your mission experience? If that makes sense, like how has, because uh, I, I would assume your interactions with God are are slightly different than they were on your mission, right? But you're still integrating what you have from your mission into daily home life, right? So, describe what your relationship with God is, how it's different now than it was on your mission, maybe even pre-mission too. Yes, um, go for it, man. Um, so I was really blessed when right when I got home from my mission that temples were still open. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a really big part of me. Um, just a really big piece for me, you know, like adapting back to, to normal life was like frequent temple attendance. Mm. Um, and feeling like I still had that. I was able to maintain this, the same spirit that I had on my mission and that relationship with, with heavenly father. So, right. um, that's that was that was something that was really important to me and continues to be important to me, you know, as that's always kind of in the back of my mind is remaining worthy to go to the temple and learning from the scriptures and, you know, doing doing those simple things that that we know we need to do um, just to to have to have that connection with with Heavenly Father. And I think once as a missionary um you you develop 
such a close connection with the Spirit, um, where you're just constantly seeking to to receive revelation and guidance to help people, um, that is, I think it's hard to go back to to the same level that I was before the mission. You know, um, right? Is con- seeking continual progression? I think is is essential. So it's yeah. not easy by any means, but essential and and desirable because you've you've got to that that level you know right I, yeah I, yeah I, I would imagine most people come back from a, a life-changing experience whatever it may be and not want to go back to how they saw things previously necessarily because mm-hmm. they got to that next level and anyway. yeah 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 what about you Paige um I, first of all I think that is really really cool that you were able to have that um, experience Shane and that you were able to have just that that anchor and continual support and um, that that place of peace and mm-hmm. um, I wish that I could do the same um, it definitely was weird um, before my mission I kind of was having a like an Alma the Younger um, kind of experience and I was you know like just really really falling in love with the gospel and like knowing who I was as a daughter of God and feeling that power and that um, that love and um, just a spiritual high just like reaching new points um, in my relationship with God and then of course on my mission it continues to grow and it continues to be tried and to um you utilize it you use it in different ways and it it was amazing and just such a unique privilege to to feel that um and i got home and every not every but a lot like the the normal ways of of like feeling that power and that that connection were gone um there's no church there's no temple there's oh um, yeah like not (laughs) even um yeah um i actually just took the sacrament um with lenny for the first time in several months and so like it has been really really difficult to to maintain that relationship with god um and of course i like the answer really is is the basics um prayer and scripture study but i can't say that i've been like as good at that as i thought i would be when i was doing my plan you know like <laughs> yeah life hard. gets in the way a little bit more than than i remembered but um but it is That's cool to to uh to feel the the simple moments um of peace and confirmation that that can illuminate um in in, yeah. in smaller meaningful ways. Yeah. Yeah, I uh I'm I'm with you in that boat as far as uh like trying to to maintain the good spiritual habits uh like scripture reading daily and whatnot. When you're home in a different environment with a different goal now going forward, you know. Mhm. Uh, and I think it's hard. 
one thing that keeps coming to my mind, Cody, um, from your from your question, and I think uh, I think it's important to mention just because it's something that I didn't necessarily um, anticipate a lot as I was returning home from my mission, and probably should have seen coming, <laughs> but um, it's just how much, like, I think because of the fact with of just the all the incredible experiences you have as a missionary and the the level of spirituality that you can reach as a missionary um i think that just means that when you get home satan is just going to work that much harder to attack you and bring you down and i don't want to yeah. be like a downer <laughs> but like but that's real and and i think that's important to to point out is that he knows that like you just had a ton of awesome experiences and stuff and he's going to do everything he can to try to make you back to, you know, maybe the person you were before you went on your mission or, or just relax your standards. And yeah. that's Satan. What a jerk that guy. Yeah. yeah. He is a jerk. It's like, like Gollum, you know, he's just waiting for yeah, you to you know, the ring that's, on. That's right. He's just going to jump on you and just tear it off your finger. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's hard. I, I he does he does rail on you. Yeah. Um, and I can only imagine. Uh, you know, um, that's 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 frustrating, especially now. You know, for both of you, uh, Paige especially coming home without uh, temples or yeah, or even or even the church. structure. Yeah. Right. You know, right. like it's like uh, it's a it's a hard thing to juggle, but. Right, and that's the thing. I think the transition, especially coming as as a missionary, is that you have so much structure, you know, mm. and you have all the rules, and you have you have those things as a protection, you know, to help you, and then you get home, and that's just that's kind of just gone. <laughs> like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that that is, um, that was one of the things uh, that when I was on my mission with our mission president, president P president Topham uh, was just saying that that was one of the, the key things that he will hope that we would remember, or at least I would remember is to just keep the structure, at least the quote unquote, the skeleton of, of my, of my schedule. It doesn't mean I have to be necessarily exact, but the skeleton, just having it there. Yeah. Yeah. That's... It's okay to go hang out on a Tuesday now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever your P day wasn't. I don't yeah. Know. Ours was Monday. Yeah. Um, well, I have a I have a question now. Con- just considering. Do you? Do you want to let me talk, Cody? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question. Yeah, you're for, doing great. Because of uh, of of Shane and Paige, you're you're coming home. Your your missionary return stories are a little different. Um, so, what what advice would you give, knowing your ex- your experiences in your stage of coming home? What advice would you give to missionaries that are just coming home? Um, right now, like what advice would you give them? Let's start with you, Paige. Um, I think first of all, um, it's something that my sister Lydia has, um, and others have, have been really good at helping. Lydia's my wife, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, it's just that like, this isn't normal and like, it's going to take like adjusting like already is a super weird culture shock and then with this on top of it it's like 
a couple more curveballs. But um, but my advice would just be like, be patient with yourself, and then really really find those supports, like those gospel supports. For me, I love having lessons with the missionaries. I they teach lessons to me personally. I role play with them, um, and it just like it helps me like remember that my mission wasn't just a dream like mm. and like and then participating in institute and like mission president devotionals there's like there's a lot of stuff online right now yeah um, there's a ton of stuff yeah and just drink it up just Put your straw in and like go all in. <laughs> like the world I, is a juice box. Just yeah. suck it up. <laughs> yeah, man. for real. That's th- those are good thoughts. Uh, I think what I really get from that is just like it's it's a trying time. There's not a lot of like we were talking about, not a lot of structure, mm-hmm. but there are still a lot of resources for you to c- tap in and connect. And I really like what you said there. Like find a support, whether like just some sort of stability which like yours is with the missionaries and so that um so that you have something you can build on as you continue to transition into your into your new life as a return missionary because it really is a new life you know yeah well what yeah. would you say shane like what, what would you what would your advice be um i kind of would just echo what Paige was saying um it's actually interesting one of my one of my best friends actually just got home a couple of weeks ago um, from his mission. Mm-hmm. And so it's been interesting to see kind of his transition as a missionary who got sent home really because of, of COVID as well. And so, um, and I, I think, um, what, what Paige is saying, I've, I've definitely seen that. I mean, I definitely saw that in my, in myself and I've seen that in him. Um, just the importance of, of getting involved, of finding things mm. meaningful things to fill your time you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and you know for example one thing that we i think has been really good for the both of us is that like we're training for a marathon so we know like every day we're going to meet up at some point during the day and we're going to go run and so that just like having something to do where we're getting out of the house especially right now during covid and you know um covid <laughs> you know yeah it's it's something something to look forward to something to to challenge yourself and um and feel like you're being productive you know because so much of what you're doing as a missionary work is like oh i have to do this and I have to do that and you're planning and you're you know you're always in that go 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 type mode and so when you get home it's like Finding finding meaningful things to fill your time can be can be hard. But yeah, that that was yeah. my thought. Was uh, wow, how am I going to top the productivity of trying to save some friggin' souls? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, not not yeah. only just souls, but friggin' souls. You know? Yeah, like no less, right? It's like <laughs> it's, it's a hard thing to to feel like you could top when you get home. Mm-hmm. Top them. Yeah, it's uh, true. I, I think it's it's that eternal perspective. Mm. Right? Yeah. If you look at uh, running a marathon. Right, the kind of endurance and resilience that builds, builds. Uh, the kind of <laughs> that builds, you know, helps you kick puberty. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry um, about 
Um, there's a lot of good traits that come from engaging in that, or maybe it's uh, diving into an instrument, or maybe it's diving into uh, a craft of some kind, or investing your time with a group of people, or whatever have you. You know, there's lots of different right. things, and they're not the same as uh, directly saving souls, perhaps, but they are tied into the eternal scheme of this is a time to start digging your roots in mm. and uh, gaining these skills and attributes and the spiritual strength and the temporal strength that you need to um, to become a, a powerful force in the world for good wherever you, you, you dig your roots in, whether that's work or whether that's starting a family or whether that's, you know, if... It, some travel maybe or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, Absolutely. Anything you can do to build those things. I think, uh, you know, that's, those are great points from both of you guys. That's, that's also what I would say. I liked how that, um, well, you both touched on something like I felt was pretty important for me is the spiritual side as well as the temporal side. It was important to, to suck up all the good spiritual stuff and then to start investing yourself into the temporal side of your life. Because like like I think what all of you have echoed is that your time as a missionary, as a full-time representative of Christ, is maybe over for this time. Not not like, not your time as a missionary is over, because we're all missionaries all the time. But just as the, bearing the badge, I would say. And and I think that the, it's it's the, when you invest that, that, that temporal, when you're investing in that temporal side of your life, you're also able to start becoming a little bit more useful, quote-unquote useful, to the Lord. Because now you're you're going to be able to be in different places to help influence his children, to then be taught by his full time servants later in their life. So I think that's that's pretty. We, we're 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 on two different sides of the work. You know, we were we were the sickles. We were thrusting in our sickles with our might at one point, and now we're the gardeners. We're the ones mm. that are tearing. Uh, oh yeah. What do you call it? Mm. Tears. Darren tears. No, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. Did, we, we're, we're cultivating the ground is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, cool. we, it, I, I've, I've thought about this before too, the temporal and the spiritual, right? Yeah. We put a lot of weight on the spiritual. Yeah, we do. Um, because, Which, because it's important. I mean, it is important. Yeah. It's, it's the one that doesn't come n- as naturally mm, that's a good point. as the temporal. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. So th- it deserves more of our focus. Sometimes we kind of trash on the on the physical, on the temporal, on the body, you know. Mm. Like, oh, that friggin' natural man being a jerk, making yeah. it hard to be nice to people when I'm mad. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, we have this second estate. The whole reason we're here is for our bodies mm. to learn to uh, combine with our spirits and yeah. to have those working in conjunction together. Uh, if our bodies weren't important, if the temporal wasn't important, we wouldn't be here, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think uh, balancing those, and I like the gardener analogy of patiently sowing seeds, pulling weeds. Yeah. Um, letting the temporal grow with the spiritual, with the nourishment, um, you know, digging in those roots. That's, uh, they're all, they're, it's all important. Balance. Right. Just because it something. looks different doesn't make it any any less vital. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Oh, pinch, poke, you owe me coke. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, What did you say? Pinch, poke, you owe me a coke. Pinch, poke, you. Okay, what are you ninety? 
I've never what? heard that. You've never heard you that? You've never heard what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What? Is that yeah. a Boise thing? No, it's, yeah, it's called the life thing. Just living, general. Shane, Shane back. I have never on. heard that in my life. What, what, what are you doing? Where do you live, Shane? In Kansas? Colorado? <laughs> I mean? Colorado? Yeah. Dude, it's Jinx, you owe me a soda. What? Ours rhymes. Yeah, so. ours is better. But ours is better because... Well, I have one more question. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I got nothing. Well, the way... So you, you've talked about... I, I, I kind of want to play on this, what you had said, Paige, about support. Mm. And about... Uh, so my question comes from, like, what advice? Because I'm all about advice right now. What advice would you give to family members? Or people that you're close to? Or... Um, Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not people, but advice to people who are close to missionaries <laughs> coming home. There mm-hmm. we go. What advice would you give them um, to support missionaries as they return, transition into "quote unquote" civilian life? You said maybe not people. I was like, yeah, bugs. What would you say to, bugs? <laughs> yeah, would you say to crickets? Um, Keep it down. Yeah. Oh, Keep and, it down. And Shane, let's start with you. Okay. Can you? Yeah, I'll, I'll, ask my, question really quick. I'll ask my question again. Yeah, hey, what do you say to bugs? Cody's <laughs> I got distracted with the bug. But... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, what advice would you give to the family members and friends of missionaries coming home to support them as they transition back into quote unquote mm. civilian life? Right, because you needed like. Well, I'll let you answer the question first. Wait, did you yeah, say yeah. for families? Oh yeah, yeah, people that are already home. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because before we were talking about once coming home. Right. I'm with you now, not that it matters <laughs> from my perspective. Anyway, go on, Shane. I won't distract <laughs> you again, I promise. Um, <laughs> you're good. I think I think that's kind of a tough one because I think the the situation that people come back to is just is just so different, you know? Yeah. I think about some of my, my, some of my friends from the mission where, you know... Um, their parents aren't members of the church or their parents aren't active members of the church sure. or, you know, some families are super, super solid and everyone's, you know, striving to, um, towards exaltation and mm-hmm. things like that. And so it's, it's kind of, um, it's kind of hard, but I think as, um, people who, um, who maybe under, have an understanding of what the mission was like and everything like that. Um, hmm. Well, what, let me let me ask it in this way. Let's just let me ask it in this in in the way of what if like okay. Let me ask. Let me try a different question. What <laughs> advice would you give to people who want to understand and support their missionaries coming home? So. So ultimately, everybody's situation is a little different, but right. And and because I mean, I came home to my family. My parents are not members of the church, so I came home. But there were people in my life that did want to support me as I came home. Yeah. And maybe they didn't know how exactly, mm-hmm. um, but but they wanted to, right? So, what would you say to those people who want to understand and support them uh, to the, the to their missionaries coming home? I would say. Um, ask them like meaningful questions 
Wow. Yeah, can you can you expound on that? Because I feel like that I feel like that's a I really feel, powerful thing you just said. Yeah, because um, in my experience, when I when I came home, you know, and I think every every missionary goes through this, is like everybody in the ward or whatever, just like, hey, how was your mission? <laughs> you know, you're like, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was great. Like it was I, good. It, it was awesome. Thanks it for asking. It sucked. <laughs> and so I think oh, if you want to support them, like, and if you really are interested in their success, then ask them meaningful questions and listen to them and let them share what it was really like and what they loved and people that they impacted or lessons that they learned. You know, like, just because I think that can be really, really important to. And helping making that transition a little bit smoother. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, and like Paige was saying, making it not feel like the mission was just a dream. And it's like, oh, well, that's over. Moving on with my life. Did that happen? Yeah. Mm. I think that's powerful, too. Because I, I was really thinking powerful. about, uh, you know, how do I say this without offending anyone? <laughs> <laughs> um, I loved I love going to reunions. Um, oh, mission I or I know what you're saying. I was going to say school once. Maybe you see an old friend from high school and and you hash the same conversation every time. Oh, hey, how you doing? How's right. it going? Where are you working right now, Dara? I'm going to go into Montana accent for a minute. Yeah, uh, where are you <laughs> working? Uh, Canadian. You, you dating anyone? You doing this? You doing that? It's like the same questions. And after mm-hmm. a while, I'm like dog i just I, I made it a goal i'm like next mission you know i go to i'm just gonna pick up where we left off a year ago <laughs> and it was great it was it didn't feel weird at all to just pick up because that's where like those meaningful conversations kind of sprout is when you get away from the uh the chit chat yeah the yeah. Uh, what's the word it starts with an uh, superficial mm-hmm. kind of uh just surface level questions yeah, almost yeah. superficial that makes it sound like they're insincere it's not that they're insincere it's just that you haven't got in deep to have those the meat the, the meat oh the, the, the black to business mm-hmm. meat black and to potatoes. business y'all need to get black, black to business, business. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like that raw fish that Gollum eats <laughs> The, Sorry. Yeah, we're back anyway. there again, huh, Cody? We're back there. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, Paige, what about you on that uh, support from from homies? I think that's this is an awesome question because I, it's so funny. I never really thought of it like before, but it's so funny to watch my sisters and my parents and people around me struggle to know how to support me because. I am freaking weird now, like, and (laughs) so, like, I think, so, growing up, none of my cousins, or I don't have any brothers, like, I don't really, like, my friends didn't go out and come back during, like, my time, and so, I didn't really, people always said adjusting was a struggle, I never really get it, it was, got it, it was kind of like a comedic yeah. Like like yeah. a movie kind of you're like haha they're awkward. But like it's yeah. really like it's so strange to feel like a culture shock being in your home. And like and so so it is it's difficult for people mm-hmm. who who don't who haven't experienced it to 
try to wrap their their mind around it. I was thinking the other day, it's, and I hope that this isn't like an insensitive comparison, but it's almost like um, if you were to, in the army or like military and you go out like on a, um, like a deployment or go to war or whatever for um, a period of time and then come back. And like those experiences that you have are just naturally going to change you. And so just like Shane was saying is having that ability to actually talk about it was, is really helpful. And like, like Lenny, Lenny was really good at asking meaningful questions um, that let me breathe part of those those special moments to me, um, and so I would I would say one ask about those, um, let them relive it for however long they need, and then also like just be really patient because I have realized that like the mission has brought such amazing and wonderful aspects to me, but it also like has like. I am changed somewhat in more of a negative way that I that I wasn't expecting, you know, like I get more anxious now. I get a little bit like like I don't know, you know, like so like there's there's just weird changes that you that the person is trying to build up um block by block as they they go through this and so like just being aware of the structure that they're building within themselves. Um, helping them like fill in gaps and just being like so just being loving and 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 patient um i think i'll say it again yeah yeah sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but i think that's really important um is like don't not not expecting people that just returned off their missions to be perfect you know Mm -hmm. it's like oh you were just a missionary you're like on this spiritual high and then i think sometimes we have these expectations where they're like gonna get home and like be president nelson yeah you know yeah that's true and that's not necessarily super fair super fair to those people you know or even i think especially at least myself i as as a returning missionary i had really high expectations for myself when i was getting home and i was like had all these goals and stuff and when you realize that regular life is not the same as missionary life it can be kind of frustrating and Mm -hmm. so like Paige was saying like as family members or friends just being patient with a returning missionary that's going through those changes and realizations and everything I think that's super important yeah that's 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 well 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 put by both of you I think uh um yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna water it down with anything, so that's great. I I do have one more question before we probably gotta wrap up. Yeah, that sounds great. Take her that's... take us take us home, Cody. Oh what? Okay. <laughs> uh, it's two forty five in the morning. Um if you're in the middle of the Pacific Atlantic. If you're east if you're all right, I don't wanna hey, try to fake time right Brazil. now. Yeah, do you do you need in us for any of this, Brazil? Cody? Or? That's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Shane gets me. Yeah. Thanks for the backup there, man. I got appreciate you. that. I got you. you came in clutch, even though I didn't deserve it. Um, my uh, question, uh, maybe our last question, is uh, just to kind of tie in with the theme of our show. Um, you know, when we when we start every show, we always say our, our tagline is uh, 
where we try to have natural conversations about life and the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I want to ask you both, how do, um, maybe this, I hope this isn't rehash some of what you've said, but how do you feel like gospel conversations go in home life? Is it, is it more unnatural? Is it more natural because you've been having them? Does it feel different because you're not in the teacher set, uh, teacher position now? You're yeah, more of a, you know, one-to-one relationship, you know, with people. I don't know. Does that make sense? How, how, do, how do gospel conversations go now that you're home? How do they feel? Um, does that make sense to you both, by the way? Is that, is yeah. that a bad question? Yeah, no, no, no. It makes sense. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, um, yeah, Paige, if okay. you want to take us away. Um, I think uh, it definitely is more unnatural, like, um, just because, like, obviously as a missionary, it is what is expected, and so you kind of sign up for it when you have a conversation with a missionary, um, but as a normal person, there's a lot more happening in life. Like, and so, um, I catch myself being like, man, I really miss talking about the gospel with like some friends or like people that I would talk to on P days. And I'm just like, man, what, uh, how do I, how do I start this? Like, so have you been studying? Like, I don't know. And so (laughs) like, and with, with certain people, you totally can. Um, but I think I found myself almost like tiptoeing around it and almost like feeling like kind of ashamed to still be as passionate about the gospel, which I know is uh, a ploy of the adversary, but like, um, but yeah, there's definitely some, like reminding myself that like, it's, it's still okay. This is part of your job as a member missionary now is to have those conversations and to be cool about it, be normal. So yeah. Work in progress, but it's there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with what that as well. Saying? I think I think it's really, like Paige was saying. I think it's really easy to like talk yourself out of it and be like, "Oh, I don't want to be that weird guy that just got from home home from his mission is like interviewing everyone." Yeah. <laughs> you know, sorry, like, oh, I'm so righteous. You're just like eating lunch with some <laughs> random person. Hey, how about Jesus? Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about that, or yeah, slip him a card. <laughs> yep, yeah, pass along card. <laughs> um, but I think um, I think as time goes on, um, especially just finding people who who you are comfortable having those types of conversations with is really important, and who you can be open with about you know your personal progression and and stuff like that. Um. I think that that's important so that so that you feel um, like you can continue to have meaningful gospel conversations with people who have maybe similar experiences to you or something like that. You know, Um, that's definitely been really important to me is just, you know, having friends uh, both from before the mission and friends from my mission, like former companions and stuff who I could reach out to and. You know, I whenever I have a super awesome experience reading the scriptures or something, I can just, you know, share that with them. And that does feel supernatural. And that's that's awesome. Like I love that. So Yeah. So just I think maintaining oh, those relationships. I think. 
Oh man, so I think I think um, what you both have said it's kind of it's interesting because what you've talked about is the basis for our show. Do you realize that, Cody? Well, yeah, because that's why I asked the question. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, you didn't. I'm here thinking that. Yes, it is. No, it is. Yeah, I did. Oh okay. Well, go ahead. Yeah. You, you talk about that then. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, that was kind of the, the the point of the question, right? Is is trying to uh just gauge how natural conversations occur and um natural conversations that go deep mm. and that are meaningful um i like the word meaningful shane you got me hooked on it dude um yes yeah, like and i think there, there, you could probably look at your life and you could say i have these relationships right now i have this acquaintance i have this friend i have this best friend i have this family member and the conversations you have with each of them look different right and mm-hmm. I think it's worth, and this is kind of the what I feel like I'm being taught by the spirit right now, is is look at those relationships and and see what you can do to get that to the next meaningful level, right? Mm. In conversation, so some of our acquaintance conversations are are fairly superficial. So what what can you do with someone who, I mean, you like chatting with them casually, but is there something you can bring up to show that? Uh, Maybe be more vulnerable. It might open up a conversation of beliefs or concerns or something that's more valuable that you can start digging into and, and really build that relationship. Because that's what I've noticed is the difference between the people I'm really close to and the ones that I'm not as close to is who who do I have deep conversations with? Who can I have deep conversations with, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I that's kind of what I've been... I feel like I'm being being taught by you guys is uh, mm. identify those next levels to push and and to make more meaningful relationships. You know, yeah. yeah, that's true. You know, one thing that um, that came to my mind as you were saying that, Cody, is um, is how when I more when I returned from from my mission, I I had some cool experiences where um, where people reached out to me. And, like, I just respected the heck out of him, you know, for doing that and for being, like, for reaching out to me and being, like, hey, like, how's your scripture study going, man? You know, like, one of my former companions who'd been home for, I don't know, he got home, like, a year before I did. And when I, you know, we, we met up when we, we got out to school. And he, that was, like, one of the first questions we, he asked me. He was, like, hey, how's, how's your scripture study going? And it wasn't weird, you know. And so I think that's one thing that's important to recognize is that like just as we learned on the mission you just kind of have to overcome that fear you know of talking to people and and yeah. maybe getting a little bit out of your comfort zone and and um and kind of pushing the conversation forward and i think that even post mission that's it's not different like we you can get a little out of your comfort zone and maybe it'll be, be a little bit awkward, but I, but people will respect you. You know, you don't have to worry about that. And I think people will respond very positively because that's how it was for me. When people, when people ask me those types of questions, it's like, it just always leads to good experiences and it's not, it's not awkward. So yeah, yeah I really like that advice that you gave. Yeah. Oh. I think what, what I feel like uh, being taught is that, um, is that, Make, having natural conversations requires effort. 
So even if it is natural, um, uh, when you have a natural conversation about anything, it does require effort. It requires listening. It requires courage to, 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 to talk and ask these questions. I think that's really like something I never really considered is that having natural conversations about life and the gospel is about asking questions that maybe are not quote unquote natural to ask. So it's like, like, like you were saying, like, how's your scripture study or like, Hey, what's been going on with your mom? Like, how's your, how is your mom doing? I heard about this or, you know, like something as simple as like, you know, they're, they're all situational, of course, um, situational questions because you're not going to ask, you know, somebody who doesn't believe well, actually, you're not going to ask Lenny how his scripture study is because he can't read. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, right? Page here, right? She's so natural. Right? Yeah. yeah, she's so natural. Yeah, with that's that. what I would have said. Yeah, yeah. but um, that's 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 what that's pretty interesting to me. That's something that I feel that uh, I'm I am going to think about more and probably yeah. use. Yeah. Wow. Well, this was um. That was a nice uh, little bow to wrap up on. Like, you know, Cody was making a joke like, I like to have the last word. And I'm like, no, I don't. And then here's me having the last word. Um, but before we, before we wrap up uh, this, uh, this meat and potatoes section, do you, uh, Shane and Paige, do you have any, any closing thoughts? Make your peace known. Hmm. <laughs> I, I think... Coming home is the hardest part of serving a mission. Um, and it can be disappointing and frustrating and heartbreaking at times, but it is absolutely worth it. It is absolutely worth everything to have served for the Lord and to, and to have worn his name on my chest and to um done everything in my power um through his power to to bring that that peace and that gospel to others so don't let anything that we've talked about freak you freak you out it's it's a it's a blessing yeah amen hallelujah amen <laughs> hallelujah well it's okay um, if not nah. yeah i can I, I I agree with Paige, and I would say <clears throat> that um, just um, like we said before, just be patient with yourself. Recognize that you're not perfect yet, and that's okay. And just keep striving to to be better every day. And just like we invited people to as missionaries. Um, applying the atonement into our lives is is really what it's all about. It's the most important thing, and you know, striving to to be more Christ-like and um, and more like Him is just each and every day. Uh, recognize that it's a process, and uh, the mission was a huge, I guess, um, springboard in that process and so just keep going up from there 
Amen to that. Amen. Hallelujah. Those are some great thoughts to end on. Again, uh, um, oh, go ahead, Cody. Well, I was just going to say we we probably should should call it. Uh, yeah. Another episode here. That's that's yeah. what I was that's what I was going to do. I think that. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. It's, it's a good idea <laughs> no, by actually, me. that's what I think that we should do. So yeah, I'll go ahead and let you close. Go ahead. <laughs> um, again, um, we thank uh, Paige and we thank you, Paige, and thank you, Shane, for coming on our show and sharing some very uh, poignant and e- even vulnerable thoughts. We we thank you and appreciate that that you were having a natural conversation about. Yeah, there's a tag word. A natural conversation about your experiences and in, in helping others who want to understand you um, and helping other missionaries who may serve and who are listening and may listen to our podcast in the future. So thank you again for being on our show. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here and say thank you all everyone else for listening to the show and uh, being here with us as we talked about these things. Um, yeah. If you have any questions or concerns with us, I guess, you can, or just questions or things you want to talk about. If you, you got can, some beef you want to hash. <laughs> you can email us at um, at IB in black and white podcast. There we go. In black and white podcast at gmail.com. You can message us on our insta- on our uh, social media, which is the, at the handle. The one we don't have. At yeah, IBW podcast. Which is, on you. Sorry. which is on Facebook and Twitter. You're doing great. Yeah, thank you. And we're just excited that you uh, are listening to our show. And we thank you again for your support and everything that you have uh, contributed as our viewership. So thanks again, everyone. And we hope that you have a wonderful night. Godspeed, everyone. And God is good. Gollum's coming out of his cave. (laughs) Give me that person. You make Gollum sound sick, which is saying something. Whoa, that's kind of rude. A little bit. What, What was that, a little rude or what?